Welcome to another episode of the Southside Trap Podcast, a podcast that helps you stay on side with the Chicago Red Stars. It's your girl, Sandra, here today with a episode of news dumps for everybody. We're going to talk about some things that are going on in the Chicago Red Stars world. There's a lot to get through, and I couldn't do it alone because no one can ever do anything alone. So I'm here today with my friend, homie, and colleague, Claire Watkins, aka the scam originator. How are you doing today, Claire? good i'm chilly burr i'm cold there has been some snow and mm-hmm. there has been some cold and there will continue to be apparently in the forecast can you believe it? winter came it came it, just the same it showed up it said it's 2021 here i am yep. but yep. more importantly we got to kick off this episode with a happy black history month for sure and shout out to everybody celebrating and acknowledging and taking the time to respect and acknowledge and learn about all of the wonderful contributions that uh, black people have made to uh, American history because black history is American history and everybody should continue to, you know, their, do their research, their learning, their educating, and you should do that not just in February, you should do it all year round, everyone. Uh, so I hope everybody is uh, having a happy and safe Black History Month. And uh, we're going to kick off the episode a little bit differently because we just have a lot of good energy about this. We were like, you know what? This is a Chicago Red Stars podcast. So that means we have to find some time to talk about the Chicago Sky and Candace Parker. Yeah, I um, I still can't believe it a little bit. I will say, I will say this. Uh, so I was, the, <laughs> her press conference brought me back down to earth a little bit because she, and I actually, I thought it was, it was very funny because, uh, so this gets announced. We're all screaming. Everyone's screaming. And Candace Parker like goes on that press conference and she goes, I need to remind you that I'm old and, uh. <laughs> Uh, I am going to be 35, uh, when I arrive, Uh, I'm going to work very hard and we are going to be much better, uh, than we were, uh, than this guy were at defense last year, but I just need you to know that I am old. And I was like, all right, all right, all right. I get it. But, um, my knees are going to be 35. Yes. 35 years old. Um, yeah, it's amazing. It's like something that Obviously, we all knew could happen um, because she was going to into unrestricted free agency. But I just didn't think I was. I just didn't think it was. I didn't think it was going to happen. And I thought that it's something that. And it seems like even just based on what she was talking about, like without it being what she wanted, it wouldn't have happened. Like it happened because that is what she like wanted in her heart. It wasn't. You know, I think that people have a lot to say about Derek Fisher and the Sparks and all that sort of thing, and they should because God knows what's going on with that team right now. But um yeah i think that it's i'm so excited i'm so excited (laughs) yeah i'm really excited about it too um honestly also i just want to take this moment to to shout out just the WNBA and the media realm that exists within the WNBA. i mean candace parker to chicago sky has been something that has i feel like has been talked about really since like the end of the previous WNBA season, because like once that ends, you, you just jump into your off season, you jump into the free agency and all the potential stuff that's going to happen there. All of the cool fun stuff, right. That for some reason we don't ever talk about in NWSL uh, because there's weird perspectives and narratives around that. Right. You didn't have, you didn't have Derek Fisher like tweeting a journalist saying exactly nobody said that, you know, that's poppycock. Um, So it's cool to like, 
witness that environment and then have all of this discussion happen. And then even just over the last week where it was like, you know, rumored and then leaked, obviously sources say, right. And then hearing all about it. And you, we knew this was going to be happening for like the better part of a week. And yet it got announced and there was still so much great energy about it. It was, it was dope. Uh, I loved it. I loved to see it. Love to feel that energy. Um, similar vibes hearing her in, in the, in the, in her, you know, her media conference, you know, talking about her arrival, talking about all the Portillo's, <laughs> saying all the right things while, while keeping it real and, and keeping it in perspective. I think that that's very, very important because there's a lot of eyes on Chicago Sky now with a signing like this. And I think her perspective is like very important to take into consideration. It's like, hey, we're going to be good but I just need you to know where I'm at. <laughs> I just love, I just love, there's so much to love here. First of all, uh, I love that she's not, she's not the only old person on that team. No, no, no <laughs> so not. All, all, no, the old not. Head, all the old heads were like sending her stuff, just being yep. like, welcome to the club. Yep. Um, I also love that like, and I don't think this is drama at all because this is just people being competitors. I love Diamond to <laughs> Shields being like, uh, so are, we're cool, we're cool now, right? We're, yeah. <laughs> Let the, what so you we've, say, we've let, been we've chir- we've been chirpy in the past. Yeah. You know? Okay, are we all right? Um, I love. She wants it to continue. She said, right on her. Yeah, IG, right, like, right. Let, yeah. let the competitive, yeah. let the competitive shit talking continue. Like, right, right, exactly. <laughs> Just on the same team this time. But um, like even thinking about her in that capacity, like a player like Dime, uh, like uh, Diamond De Shields, and what a player like Candace Parker can provide for her, like as a veteran, that that's going to be great. So there's a lot of like young players on the Sky team that are going to get a ton out of having a player like Parker around. So um, we've said it before. We'll say it again. This is Chicago Red Stars podcast. And if you are not engaging in Chicago Sky basketball content, whatever, you need to do that uh, for sure. Because we do it and uh, we suggest that you all do it too. Good vibes for this guy. Welcome home, uh, Candace Parker. Uh, On to some Chicago Red Stars related news. The actual, uh, you know, stuff that we come here to talk about uh, national team vibes she believes cup roster got announced and there's a number of red stars who will be participating in that uh, as preseason has really kicked off so julie Ertz, Alyssa Nair, and tierna davidson have been named to the she believes cup roster while mallory pew is included as well as a training player uh so just basically someone who is going to stay within the camp environment uh during uh she believes cup but not necessarily be available for selection during these competitive games or anything like that but um nothing too shocking or surprising there i mean i kind of looking at it like the big three right earth snare and, and davison at this point yeah, so if you, yeah, if you think about the way kind of the Chicago players revolve around the the U.S. team, you're right. You've got your three. Um, it's good, It's but it is still just always, we said this last time, it's really good to be talking about Tierna Davidson in that context of just being automatic call-up, um, and she's probably going to play. I wouldn't be shocked if she doesn't play. That's what you like to hear. Um, it just reaffirms that the stuff keeping her out was just injury um, and that she is in, in the big, big plans of that team present in addition to future. Um, and then, yeah, I think in terms of the practice players, it's it's Mallory Pugh, it's Emily Fox, and it's Jalen Howell. And so Fox and Howell are both players that have, have yet to play professionally. And then Pugh is a player that is the same age as Fox, um, only one year older than Howell, so another very young player. And I think that it's, I mean, that's good news. It's good news for her that someone like Vladko is keeping an eye. It's good news, I think, in terms of her <clears throat> recovery from whatever happened in January camp. 
um, that she's available to train. And I think that, you know, when, when Vladko says stuff, you know, he's a very positive person. He says a lot of nice things about a lot of players and you kind of have to figure out what that all means. But I believe him um, when he says that a player like that um, is in the future plans of the team and keeping her in the system, keeping her in conversation with the coaches, keeping her playing with the players that she's going to be playing with in the future. If not, you know, I think that that this Tokyo roster is a little bit out of reach at this point, but um, it's, it's immensely valuable. And it also just goes to show that, you know, I think when you have a team like the U S with a consistent culture and a consistent style, you need to keep, you got to have people in the fold. It's not always super easy. People say this all the time. It's not easy always, even if you have a great league season to walk into that environment and be ready to go. So I think that, um, all positive stuff, but yeah, I think, um, I think probably, I mean, it's way too early to say, but I think probably if you're looking at what this quote unquote means for the red stars, I think you can start to take that pencil and turn it into pen in terms of those three that are on this roster. Um, and then I don't, I don't know about the rest of it. It might actually be, it's like, uh, it's like we talked about with the world cup. It might be fewer than you think that go, um, or it might be more. We have no idea. Yeah. And that, uh, kind of a media availability that head coach black on said, you know, he, he says a lot of great things uh, about a lot of, a lot of his players and he's a nice guy he's a, and, uh, he's a smart coach. So <clears throat> saying the right things, but, um, wanting to have somebody like Mel Pugh still be involved in those camps just because of her experience already within those camps. Um, even though she's still a very young player herself, he felt like it was really important to to have her along there, maintain her progress and stuff like that. Said that it wasn't so much of having her there to watch her and have her rehab, but really to have her in there because she has that mindset that they want to have within those type of camps. Um, so it was good to hear that uh, off of somebody like like Mal Pugh. But yeah, I'm in agreement with you. What, looking at those, uh, that's why I'm, we're just going to refer to him as like the big three. These these are probably the players that, you know, we can maybe see, uh, you know, an absence from them when they're potentially competing in what could be an Olympics, question mark. There's a lot of weird stuff around that still too, but it, it's business as usual for, for the U.S. women's national team moving forward. Um, while yeah, I actually, got can, I, can I Can I actually say, this is kind of funny. The one thing that I think is, I think even if there are no, I think there's going to be Olympics personally. Um, you know, I, I am pretty high on, on the vaccine, but, um, I think that, uh, even if there isn't, I still think the U S is going to do something. I think that they're like, I don't think there's any way that the U S does not do something during that time. They will figure out a way to get a medal around their necks. Absolutely. (laughs) During, during the summer, some way, somehow, it's going to happen. Um, I'm in agreement with you there as well. Yeah, I, I really, yes, I do think the Olympics are going to happen, but it's just very interesting hearing all the dialogue around that. And I do appreciate um, U.S. women's national team just doing their thing. They're like, oh, we're preparing for this because this is what we are preparing for, period. And that's and that's that. Um, she believes Cup Rosser got, got announced um, right alongside preseason has officially kicked off for every single NWSL club. February 1st marked uh, the kickoff for that, and it was really great to see all of the energy from so many players getting hyped up about being back in their markets. Let's be real, being back in Chicago with all the snow and all the cold and getting ready to do their thing in preparation for the upcoming season. The Red Stars went ahead and announced their preseason roster. So we're just going to go through this for everybody. 
for context purposes, and we'll sort of go through the positions and, and picking through uh, some things that we we noticed. For goalkeepers, they've listed Emily Boyd, Melissa Lowrider, Cassie Miller, and Alyssa Nair. Defenders, they've got Cameron Bogalski, Turner Davison, Zoe Garalski, Sarah Gordon, Casey Kruger, Tatum Melizo, Kayla Sharples, Bianca St. George's, and Aaron Wright. For their midfielders, they've listed Ariel Chavarin, Danny Colaprico, Vanessa Di Bernardo, Julie Ertz, Morgan Gatra, Zoe Morris, Cassie Rowan, uh, Ina Sabanagic, Nikki Sen, Ella Stevens, Sarah Waldmore. For their forwards, they are listing Mackenzie Doniak, Alyssa Gorzag, Rachel Hill, Katie Johnson, Sarah Luber, Alyssa Motz, Mallory Pugh, Danny Rhodes, and Kalia Watt. A lot of good stuff here. There's a Per usual, it's a 30-plus player preseason roster for the Chicago Red Stars. They are always very good about making sure they have a very competitive environment in their preseason. That includes having a bunch of players, non-roster invitees, uh, players who have not yet reported, obviously the national team players who are going to be uh, prepping for She Believes. Uh, but what are some of the stuff that uh, stood out to you, uh, Claire, in, in this preseason roster? Yeah, before we get into players, just some some overarching things. Thing number one being that it was reported, I believe, by Dan Laletta at the Equalizer, and this was stuff that we had, we had heard as well, um, that uh, roster sizes are being maintained at the same size they were for the Challenge Cup, so 24 to 28. Um, which is definitely more than 2019, which is very good news. So when you see a team with, you know, 30 plus people, um, more people are probably going to make that roster and be around um, either as full rostered or training players. Um, You know, the other thing though, too, is in terms of that, I mean, Chicago has a lot of people under contract already. So outside of player movement, I think we know what this core is going to be. Everybody's signed. Uh, so it's a bigger question of like who is making, who is getting these replacement spots, who is staying with this team um, in terms of of whatever replacement or ideas that they're doing in terms of when the U.S. players are gone. Speaking of, uh, the Challenge Cup is starting the first weekend of April. Is that correct? Second weekend uh, of April? Sometime, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking sometime around April 5th or so. It's, it's sometime yeah, post that. right. And so it's starting at the end of an international break. So that final weekend is the final two or three days of an international break, which means that um, if you play the first weekend of the Challenge Cup, you're not going to have your internationals, which for um, Chicago at this point is just U.S. And, and Canadian players. So those players that are maybe being looked at for August are going to get a chance really early. So I think that it's, it's uh, we're going to see some of those decisions being made and they're going to be made for the challenge cup because the challenge cup, you know, it, it's going to be just like last year, important to win, but a lot of teams are going to be looking at this as really just getting ready for the regular season. Um, and so we're going to see some opportunities in the same way you would maybe in a, a preseason invitational. So um, that's my thought on like the structure of everything. Um, but then other than that, you know, I mean, you notice, again, we have the players that that Chicago has under contract. Um, some players that they brought in who did not receive a contract are Cameron Bielgowski, Ariel Chavarin, and, um, Cassie Rohan. And so great to see them back in the fold. Um, again, those are players that are going to get opportunities to kind of grab onto something if they can, um, earlier rather than later. Uh, And then other than that, you know, I mean, I think this is mostly going to be it. I think this is like what the red stars are going to be. Um, yeah. So the, and then the other draft picks are going to be joining either at the end of the spring season or, um, beginning of 2022. 
Uh, but there was an absence, right? Absence from the roster, um, which Sandra followed up yeah, on there was, with the team. There was an absence from the roster. I mean, <clears throat> we're used to seeing a pretty defender-heavy preseason when it comes to to the Red Stars. And uh, the issue, there are nine listed versus uh, being outweighed by the midfielders who are running out at 11. Um, <clears throat> but it wasn't just, I don't think, myself or, or you, but you know, people have noticed that somebody like Hannah Davison has gone missing uh, from the preseason roster. And uh, essentially, we thought maybe it was an error and uh, we realized it didn't get fixed. So I, I reached out to the club uh, regarding that. And they said there should be some news regarding Hannah Davison in the upcoming days. So stay tuned for that. We will be, uh, you know, looking out for that as well. Uh, in the meantime, they're going to be rolling with uh, the nine defenders moving forward for, for preseason. And, and they listed Zoe Morse as a midfielder, which I thought was weird. Um, <clears throat> I don't really have much to say about that in that I don't know why but um yeah. she got a lot of great looks at center back uh yeah. in 2020 for challenge cup and, and and fall series really i really felt like she came into her own during fall series um and you know that might that might have something to do with just her just her calmness on the ball i mean it was really great to see her and her vision uh, you know being able to pick out those passing lanes and me you know maybe with that concept of like that front six right that we were sort of seeing maybe they want a little bit more of that you know from her maybe in a higher position who knows well we'll see i mean julie Ertz is also listed as a midfielder too, well so right lots of, of there's a lot of versatility on that on that there's a lot of sure. football that can happen yeah. Um, but cool to see, you know, Ariel Chevron get back in there, even though she's, you know, listed as a non-roster, uh, invitee on there. Um, I also had shouted out, uh, Ina Sabanajic as, as a non-roster invitee. I was like, that's a Purdue Boilermaker right there, baby. I love to see, uh, I love to see that every preseason. It's like, let's go through all of the, the non-roster invitees and see how many like Midwest, Big Ten-ish kind of kids there are going on here. And that's, that's, uh, that's one of them. And uh, shout out to Cassie Rohan also for, for getting back in the mix. Another player who spent a lot of time with the team in 2020 during Challenge Cup um, and Fall Series. So uh, it's preseason, y'all. Get excited. Uh, get hyped. Um, I'm excited to see the bigger picture hopefully kind of come to light uh, with, uh, with some, of these, some of these players. So. Um, I don't know. We'll see. It's, it's, it's fun to, to live in this, this phase of it right now where everything is just wide eyed and bushy tailed and you just don't know the truth yet. (laughs) You know, one other little thing that I noticed this week and I don't know the answer to it, but I just think it's interesting is that they, they posted pictures of them, them training, um, the first day of training and they were, I mean, they're inside cause they're in that, that bubble that they have in Bridgeview cause they have to, cause there's a ton of snow outside, but they were wearing masks. And I was like, I wonder if, I wonder if that had something to do with, I was like, does that have to do with the U S players maybe coming in from camp or, or something? But I just thought, I don't know. I thought that was an interesting little thing that they were doing, you know, staying safe, all that sort of stuff. But I, um, you love to see that. You love to see the little like preseason content that gets dropped. Right. And seeing things like that wearing mask inside of that uh inside that dome in uh in bridge in bridgeview illinois oh boy bridgeview bridgeview illinois moving on more red stars news coming off of the preseason roster drop shout out to our friend homie and colleague john d heller and he uh broke some news the other day uh said that and i quote this is off of his twitter have heard chicago red stars are bringing on additional investors including two names chicagoans will be familiar with and we just wanted to talk about that because, again, 
it's important to talk about Chicago Red Stars news, where and when you can get it. Let's hype it up. Let's talk about it. Yeah, I mean, it's so funny. <laughs> it's so funny because this is something that everybody has been waiting for for years. Like the Just, beginning of time. Like the beginning of time when the when the moon broke off from the earth, <laughs> everyone's first question was, when will the Chicago Red Stars get more investment. More money. <laughs> <laughs> and, and yet, you know, in their own special way, uh, we're still trying to figure out, we're trying to get that news out there. But um, uh, yeah, I think it's, it's obviously big. I think that, um, you know, it's again, but it is just, it's very characteristic to the club in that, uh, you know, I would not guide, like, I would not anticipate this is not a sale of any kind. This is about bringing people in to, into the group, into the Red Stars family. Um, and I think that that has always been really important to the club. I mean, you can go back and, and read all the stuff that Arnhem said over the years. And I think that he always, always has emphasized um, it's got to be the right people. And it, they don't, he, he's so protective over the brand and the direction of the club and what they stand for as um, independence, you know, and while understanding that like he needs investment was needed. Like that, that was, that was definitely something that he knew, but there's, there's a reason why it's taken this long and it's not just nobody was interested because that's not true. It's finding the right people and being able to be, being able to basically grow stronger as a club without, any kind of wide swath changes, you know, they're not going to become like the Chicago red stars with a lion on the crest. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they're not going to be the, the old Chicago, red the old Chicago red stars. Exactly. Yeah. The OL, the lead. Oh, man. Well, potato chip, a Pringles eating lion. Yeah. Do enjoy that logo. Um, yeah, no, I mean, that that type of buzz, right? Because that's what it is right now at the moment until something is actually announced. Uh, it's, I, I, I really want to paint that picture for folks who, who might not be into that side of the game. Um, everybody gets excited about player movement, right? Signings, names, stuff like that. I, and yes. If you are here, you should be hyped about the players who are going to be putting in performances on the pitch. Absolutely. Um, but for women's soccer, when it comes to things like, oh, I don't know, sustainability, <laughs> longevity, <laughs> longevity stuff, stuff like that, um, this kind of news, this kind of buzz is, for me, of equal importance, especially if you are a club like the Chicago Red Stars, you know, one of the last remaining clubs that are really kind of operating on an independent scale within this league, meaning they don't have, you know, they aren't sort of under a sub MLS umbrella culture ownership vibe or anything like that. Um, or even somebody like a, uh, an NC courage that has, you know, their foothold within uh, USL and um, seeing clubs like uh, the Rain go from where they have been to where they are now, kind of partnering with a much, much larger global brand, and somebody like Olympic Lyon, and uh, then having teams like you know the Spirit, 
the Red Stars, Sky Blue FC, who are still kind of operating on the independent scale and really working on getting in these type of investors to, you know, move forward and push the club forward to, to new heights. So it's, it's exciting. And I think people should be excited about that. And yeah. uh, we had fun about it looking with some of the, some of the reactions to it. Yeah. I mean, one final thing before we kind of talk about like speculating who it might be, um, you know, I think that, you know, I talked about this, God, at the end of last year, I think it was our end of year episode where, you know, Arnhem's teased that there was some stuff happening behind the scenes and you're like, is that investment? Um, but the the biggest indicator and stuff that we, you just wouldn't notice or, or care about, but stuff that fans should be excited about is, I don't know if, if people have seen, but Chicago has been filling out its staff for, for a couple of weeks now. They, um, they've expanded their training. So they have, they have coach mega as they're like high performance doing the high performance training, but they also have a new head trainer, um, that they hired out, um, out of Utah. They rehired, um, or they reopened the position for a full-time content creator, uh, photographer, videographer, they have a person whose only job is digital marketing. They have a new person doing partnerships for them. They've made some hires. They've got, they're expanding the front office so that it's a little bit less of, um, and they've had positions like that in the past, but obviously there was some stuff, you know, 2019, 2020, some staff turnover, that sort of thing. Um, and so they're kind of bulking that up and having just more bodies in the front office with like one job. And that is something that Chicago has always run a little bit lean on in the past. And so with that happening, you start to think, okay, they're getting ready for 2021. They have the ability to really um, come into this with new, with kind of new people and, and a new foothold um, in terms of the front office. So that was my larger indication of something is probably going on. Um, and it's good. Like that's good news. All of that stuff, all of that stuff, uh, produces a higher profile, um, more, I mean, again, I don't know if I should be like advocating for this, but eventually more fans in seats, um, and, and players feeling supported on and off the field. So that it's all, it's all good stuff. That's all. It's like kind of boring, but it's also very important. No, I, I mean, I mean, a hundred percent agree with you there. That's why I like when we, when we started segueing into the bullet point that we wanted to talk about, like, yeah, I, I do want us to hype that up. I think, that um, that type of stuff within women's sports in general, not not just women's soccer, is is of really great importance. It's it's showing, it's what's showing the next step when everyone's talking about like oh like where's the growth and what does that look like and what does that mean like th- this these are things that you point to and say well that's what it is because some of this stuff that we're talking about and that we're mentioning is just it's common it's common when you're looking at men's professional sports. And it's not common in women's pro sports. So that's a wonderful thing uh, to be excited about and to talk about when it comes to the Red Stars. You love to see the hires uh, happening in the front office, seeing people dedicated to one, you know, specific areas of things, you know, the, the buzz and the rumors about new investors wanting to come in. That, that means that they're looking at the Red Stars. They're looking at the Chicago Red Stars and saying, yes, we want to be a part of that. And it's something we believe in. Here's some money. That's great. Um, so we're excited uh, to hear about that and whenever those announcements, you know, may, may come. And um, naturally, whenever you report anything on Twitter, um, there's always a lot of... <laughs> 
interesting and fun engagement when it comes to that type of stuff. So, so of course, once once John went ahead and, and put that out there into the universe, the people really were were aiming for the sky here, man. I mean, when you want to talk about some real some real leaps, we were like, whoa, we we kind of pumped the brakes. We were like, okay, guys, maybe. Yeah, like- <laughs> I mean, like, what this is what happens when your most recent ownership news is Naomi Osaka. People are like, <laughs> Oprah. But like it's Oprah, right? It's gonna be Michael Jordan and Oprah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like guys, Michael Jordan's from North Carolina. Like yeah, I was gonna going say in, if he's going in on anybody, it's them. It's not. It's not someone. It's not the Chicago team. <laughs> Is Kobe White available? Would you like to? <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I had framed a. I love jokes. Jokes are fun. And sometimes you don't always get to do that when you're a media person on Twitter, because if you joke as a media person on Twitter, people tell you that you should die. But I took a gamble anyway. And (laughs) you can't see Claire, but she's cracking up. Um, I took a gamble anyway. And I said, hey, guys, this is for my Chicago heads only. And of course, that meant people who don't go here wanted to weigh in. Um, For my Chicago heads only, what type of like Chicago all-star investor group would you like to see for the Chicago Red Star? So of course I went with like some funny, like iconic Chicago um, outlets. And I mentioned the Morton Salt Girl. I would love to see her throw some money behind the Chicago Red Stars. Um, the dude who rips the car off from the victory, uh, the door car, uh, the, the door handle, excuse me, off from the, old commercial from the victory auto records. Uh, and I think I said like ghost of Bob Rorman and uh, everybody had a great time letting me know who they wanted to see as well. Some really good stuff there. Got yeah. To see I the, mean, uh, I, Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I mean, yeah, looking at, looking at John's specific announcement, like he did say people that Chicagoans will, will know. So it's, it's staying local. Um, <laughs> But yeah, no, I thought that, I thought that was funny. I didn't know, I didn't know Bob Berman had passed. I, that, I didn't, that was news to me. RIP man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry. I, I had to be the one that <laughs> you let, you told me that was you. You told me that. Yeah. Breaking news for you, buddy. Yeah. I, I was breaking news for you. Yes. I'll, I also said the empire, the empire guy. Oh yeah. From empire Carp. Yeah, yeah. Um, and everybody enjoyed that as well. They were chiming in with the, uh, with the phone number and the jingle. Um, shout out to Dan Santo. He <laughs> he had a really good one. He was like, he came back and he like thought about it. And I appreciated it. He was inspired by his dinner. And he threw a photo of like El Milagro with like the tortillas. Yeah, yeah. He was like, he was like, maybe this could be like a jersey sponsor. And I was like, yeah. I tears i was like yes this yeah i know I, I liked i liked everyone who was like is it is it the malord family you know yeah. <laughs> well the malord the, fam- malord the malord family heir is it the heir of the malord family please let them in yeah. let them in let them have a seat at the table <laughs> chicago red stars <laughs> decision making oh man yeah it's uh but buzz guys it's fun let's uh let's talk about it let's talk about it for more than a day right i'm tired of uh i'm tired of nwsl news cycles being uh 24 to 36 hours it's lame we should talk about it for days and days and days and days and days and teams and clubs should always want to be uh having chatter about them and uh we were excited to see that uh from john 
And uh, we're looking forward to, uh, you know, whoever is seeking out an investment opportunity and uh, looking forward to throwing some money behind the Chicago Red Stars. I'm sure it's going to be dope. And um, I think Chicagoans, particularly Red Stars fans, really enjoy that, right? When you can have that sort of local connection to something. Um, so many of the hometown kids are, I guess, what you can consider, you know, the the fan favorites, right? And uh, it'll be cool to to see that type of response uh when i think it comes to new investors yeah i mean i think i mean again just in perception stuff like that you know i think that um i've talked about this a lot actually in 2020 as well where it's just you know part of the reason to to get get this conversation going and 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 try to get a lot of people talking about it and that sort of thing is it does it like makes your players excited you know it's it's something where you know good news sometimes is kind of hard to come by and um you see other teams getting like new cool fun stuff you know you've got louisville and kansas city doing like their apartment they're like apartment tours and um you've got you've got naomi osaka investing in the courage um you see other people getting stuff and, and this is nothing against Chicago because Chicago also has nice stuff, but it's not new. And so wanting that kind of new excitement, that new feeling, especially when you have players on this team who have been on the team for a very long time, um, is, is good. It's good to do. It's refreshing, yeah. right? It's nice. It's nice to talk about those new things. So, Oh, I have one other thing. I, I don't know if you were going to wrap up, but I have one other thing I want to talk about um, <laughs> in terms of things that are new. <laughs> Uh, can we talk about the dogs for a second? I think that we need to talk about the dogs. We need to talk about the dogs. I think that, you know, a preseason roster was announced mm -hmm. and there were a lot of new things on there. Like we mentioned a couple of players that were looking at non-roster of ITs. I mean, it's Casey Kruger now, guys. It's That's not right. Casey Short. Respect it, please. Respect it. That's right. Respect on the name. And, uh, the dogs, you guys. And honestly, shout out to Nikki Stanton because she it's like she tried to prepare us. She really, yep. really did. And yet somehow we were still unprepared for the absolute adorable content factor that has just completely invaded Chicago Red Stars. Claire. Yes. So it's, it was, it, it came, it came swift. It came fast, right? So uh, Morgan Gatra gets her little, her little mini, mini wiener dog named Milo. Great. Makes an Instagram for him. Fabulous. All right. And then we get Casey Kruger, new dog, golden doodle. Name is Freddie. Genius. Adorable. As of right now, I do not think that Freddie has his own Instagram page. If that does change, we will let you guys know. So we're like, wow, puppies everywhere. This is amazing. And then truly the, the big, the big surprise, the, the kicker here, Danny Colaprico gets one of her own across there across the hall. So like what we've got here is we've got Morgan Gatra across the hall. We've got Danny Colaprico, Nikki Stanton and, um, and Sarah Lubert. They're like, we gotta, we gotta up the ante here. Yep. Winnie, Winnie, the little, that's another golden doodle, right? I think. Oh yes. Yeah. And so also Instagram, page. also Instagram. I think it's Winnie underscore my boo. Hold on. <laughs> We're here Hold on. We're plugging the dogs. Uh, oh, no. Where did it go? Um, so cute. Yes. Winnie underscore my boo B-O-O. -O. Um, yes. Great content. 
Um, <laughs> every time I see those two in the apartment, I'm like, <laughs> it's like, cause Arnhem, Arnhem is their landlord. They're in team housing. So I'm like, I was, is Arnhem watching this? Just being like, what's happening to my finishes over there? You know? <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, so no signs of stability, signs signs of signs of stability. Uh, you settle down, you get a dog, an emotional support dog for the season. Um, that's good stuff. 2020 was tough, man. And everybody deserves a puppy. And I'm glad, (laughs) I'm glad that that's coming to life for so many Chicago Red Stars. I'm super glad that they are also additions to the preseason roster. Uh, they dogs and animals provide so much yeah. <laughs> bark at the park's gonna be lit this year it's gonna be it's gonna be on i can't wait to see what day <laughs> falls on because there's gonna literally be a dog per 11 that yeah. walk <laughs> player is gonna walk a dog out onto the pitch it's gonna be so wild that is going in fact that is going to be the next position that the red stars hire who's going to be <laughs> The dog. Who's, who's in charge of the dogs? Who's in charge yeah. of the Red Stars dogs for these players when they have to focus on their soccer and their profession. It's going to be great. Stay tuned. We'll be keeping an eye out on that. It yeah, might be us. I don't know. There's two of us. We'll rotate. Yeah. We'll be able to manage that job. Um, guys, <laughs> it's always fun to do an episode like this. We've been hitting you guys up with a couple special edition episodes with player interviews and stuff like that. We plan to have more of those in the future, but sometimes some news drops. And you got to go through it and you got to talk through it with your homie. We're going to get back into that sooner rather than later, much quicker than anyone thinks. Before we know it, things like Challenge Cup are, are going to be here. And uh, we'll start getting back into the ebb and flow of previewing and recapping. Yeah. Like can, I, can I ask you, ask you a question? This is spontaneous, but I'm curious because I've been thinking about this. Um, so we're in preseason again. Uh, <laughs> how do you feel? Do you, I, this is, I'm just curious. Cause I would say that it goes like back and forth for me. Um, going back into preseason definitely is bringing flashbacks, right. Of like this time last year. Um, and, and I, I go back and forth sometimes, some days I'm like really excited. Like I'm super duper excited. I'm like, I really think I'm, I'm stupid. Don't listen to me, but I really think that we might be able to do some stuff safely this year. Um, but also sometimes I'm like, man, we're just, the world has just kept turning, huh? And we're doing this again. And what happened, you know, and we're just at the beginning of probably reliving some stuff. And I'm wondering, you know, how you're feeling. And it just in context, you know, context of the NWSL preseason, we got a week of that last year and then everything kind of fell apart. And I just, I remember the episode that we did. It was like the next day. Um, everything got canceled. And so I, uh, I was just wondering how you're, how are you feeling? How are you feeling, Sandra? Uh, mentally going into this preseason, I'm very, very hyped. Um, I think, I mean, in fairness at this time last year, I was pretty hyped as well. I mean, you and I had booked a trip to Portland, you know, we, we were ready to do this. Uh, that's, we have, we are two people who have committed ourselves to covering this team. And I think, our followers know that. And I think anybody who is new and comes along for the ride knows that Um, the Red Stars, always a team that had participated in a preseason tournament with Portland, the U23 squad. um, And then a third uh, NWSL team. And we were very excited about that. And we were going to 
cover the the Yuki soccer concert and then we were gonna go and 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 cover this tournament and uh similar to how we had done in in previous years and all of that just stopped um and then 2020 rolled out and continued the way that it did and it was uh very hard and very tough and very difficult um I don't think there was ever a, a moment where I felt fully on board or fully confident in any competitive fixtures that were going to take place. I remember being terrified at the concept of the challenge cup and then feeling the sense of relief that came when it was done to be perfectly frank. Um, Having gone through all that individually and holistically with our own community, our own little virtual community, um, I feel much more confident about things moving forward than I ever did in 2020. Um, I love that preseason has kicked off on February 1, and there's like two-ish months of preseason for these clubs. That is something as someone and as someones who have covered uh, an NWSL team slash teams in preseasons, we have heard repeatedly not just from a head coach like Rory Dames, but from a number of coaches that they want extended preseasons. Like they want more time with their players and their players want more time with each other and, and, and scrimmaging and, and going through all of that great stuff. So the fact that that was taken and put in place, uh, you know, by Lisa Baird and approved uh, moving forward, that there was going to be this long length of time for these players. I thought that was great. That was like the first thing that I was excited about. I know a lot of people looked at the framework because the schedule isn't, isn't officially out yet, but a lot of people looked at that and were like, oh, Challenge Cup is back, and oh, there's going to be more expanded plays. And yeah, that stuff's exciting. But for me, I was like, oh my God, they're going to get two plus months of preseason together? That's that's amazing. That is like the first time ever that's like happened for to be saw. And again, those are things that you at and say, well, where's the growth and what's happening and blah, that, that is, that is important. Um, so the fact that that's happening, the fact that, um, you know, we'll, we'll, the, the personal is political and, and we've never shied away from that here, but the fact that there is a new administration in place for our government um, makes me feel a bit differently uh, navigating a pandemic in 2021 versus how we did in 2020, where there was a lot of question marks and lack of transparency. There isn't, there's already a lot of improvement with that in terms of leadership on how to get in front of this stuff as much as we can. Um, so I feel in a much, much better place than I did with preseason last year. And um, I hope it continues. I I hope the rollouts with the vaccinations continue. Um, I hope people start having more open minds about that um, in spaces where maybe people are not about it. Um, So I hope that people look into that. Um, Who knows, you know, how those will roll out once they maybe get to areas like professional sports, um, stuff like that. Because again, Men's sports and women's sports are very, very different. Uh, So we will obviously have to monitor that as well um, and take a look at how that looks or feels when it comes to vaccinations for the women's side of the game. Um, But I think and hope and want to believe that there will be a safe way to have competitions, fixtures, seasons, and community uh, for Chicago Red Star Soccer in 21. 
Word. That's the word on that. That's that on that. Uh, yeah, so- I, yeah. I mean, my only thing to add is, is, is I think that we're all feeling this way, but definitely it hit me this winter just how much I miss everybody, you know. And some stuff has changed, you know, over over this year. Um, one three four local one three four is going to have new leadership. Um, just some stuff is just a little bit different. And yeah, uh, shout out to to Mal, Lauren, and yeah. Anna. They're going to do great stuff. We're excited to work with them for again. Sure more moving forward and yep. um it's preseason guys everybody should be excited yep and this is that time of of year where uh you can hope as high as you want to hope and wish as high as you want to wish and and so on and so forth so um we i miss doing this i miss claire hopefully she will make her return from war if the to- weather will let me god yeah snow keeps preventing her from driving back in but uh, we will be reunited once again i feel it and, uh, you know, we will hit you guys back up with more player interviews and, and special edition episodes and stuff like that. But we're also going to get back into the swing of things where it's just me and my homegirl doing this uh, on and off as the season continues and, and more games kind of come to light. So we hope you enjoy listening to the two of us chat about Chicago Red Stars news as always. Uh, if you like what you hear, uh, I just want to let you know that there is a ton of ways to continue your support of our content. And you can do that primarily by subscribing to our patron at Southside Trap. And uh, find a tier that works for you. We've got all kinds starting from $2 all the way up to $25. Uh, you know, there's all kinds of different perks that you could take a look at. Uh, before the season kicks off, we're also going to be looking at possible additional perks within those tiers, maybe some merch options. I don't know. We'll keep you guys posted. Promise. Um, but find one that works for you. Um, if not, we understand that 2020 and 2021 has provided some challenges and struggles for people. So if supporting monetarily is not something you're able to do at the moment, I just also want to let you know that there are still a ton of ways for you to continue your support of Southside Tripod, the podcast that helps you stay inside with the Chicago Red Stars. And you can do that by following us on all social media channels like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Southside Trap Pod with one letter P. And you can go ahead and find us on streaming services like Anchor, Spotify, iTunes. So go ahead and find us. Subscribe to us, please. Leave us a like, a rating, a review. That stuff helps us out tremendously whenever we are producing Chicago Red Stars content. So thanks, everybody, for joining us. We'll be back again with some more content for you next week. Be smart. Continue to wear your mask. Wash your hands. Wash your face. Wash your everything. Happy Black History Month. Continue your support of Black players and Black life. Take care.